Welcome to the Of Course You Did podcast, your go-to source for brain-based mindset tools and highly effective business strategies that will help you create a truly aligned business. I'm your host, Brooke Alexander. I started out having no idea how to coach people or how to build a successful business to building an internationally accredited coach training and certification program, the Created Coach Method the most interactive, high-touch online NLP and coach training experience. Each week, we're going to dive into the concepts, skills, and methods that will help you increase your impact, profits, and authority. Want to learn how you can become a standout coach? Join my free training, which walks you through the exact things you need to focus on to become the go-to coach at createdmindacademy.com slash standoutcoach. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Of Course You Did podcast. It has been a while since I have recorded anything. It's been a while since I have been on social media, and honestly, I took a few weeks off even working. I moved back to Canada from Mexico and honestly, I I always forget how long it takes me to adjust. And I know not everyone is going to be the same, but for me personally, it takes me a while to adjust to my new settings and, and my new living environment. I prefer and I work best when I have my living environment is all set up. So when we moved, we needed to get all new furniture and the apartment was a mess and we were unpacking. And so all of that was at the forefront of my mind. And I couldn't think about work until all of most of that was sorted, at least figured out, mostly clean, mostly set up. And the move triggered some pretty intense anxiety for me. I had really, really bad anxiety, like the worst anxiety I've had in about a year and a half um, for about two weeks. And it I couldn't, all I could do was think about like getting the apartment done. I couldn't think about work. I couldn't work. Most days I couldn't even get out of my pajamas. So I spent a few weeks working through that. And for me, for when I'm in that kind of anxiety, for me, working through it looks like getting coaching. It looks like um, just not avoiding it. For me, I have to let it run its course and process rather than doing things like, okay, I'm going to meditate or I'm going to journal or I'm going to listen to this podcast of like ways to make myself feel better and ways to make myself think better. That doesn't produce the best outcomes for me. Um, That only serves to avoid and, and it kind of makes it last longer for me or it just comes back even worse. So I have figured out when, for me, when I'm in those situations, I need to just like let it be, let the anxiety be there and be okay with feeling that way. And then for me, it goes away slowly. When I try and push it away, when I try and make it go away, then it just persists. And even if it might like dissipate a little bit it's always still under the surface so I'm constantly living with this like um 
low-grade anxiety all day, every day, rather than just like taking the time that I need to let it run its course. So anyway, a little bit of a backstory there about kind of what I've been up to. I feel like it's important for me to share these things because I know not a lot of people do. And whenever I hear that someone else is experiencing something a challenge that I'm also experiencing. I don't feel so alone and I don't feel so like I'm doing something wrong or I'm not doing it right or it won't work for me because I have this challenge. When I hear that other people have experienced challenges and they're still able to do the things that they want to do in their life, build a business, live where they want to live, like all of those things, I feel like it's more attainable for me and I just, I feel more comfortable with my challenges. Like, oh, it's okay that I have this challenge because I know that I can go through this and still get what I want, be who I want, do what I want, go where I want. I can, it can be both. But when I'm going through it on my own and times where I haven't had anyone else to kind of look up to that's gone through it as well, I felt like, oh, because I have these feelings and thoughts, it's not going to work for me. Sorry, Paco is barking in the background. So we live in a new apartment building now. And he in Mexico was only used to having one neighbor who lived next door to us. Um, so like he really heard and it was like open. Our, our door opened directly to the outside and then her door was like a little bit down the way and it was like an open stairwell to get out of the building. In this apartment, it's the door opens and there's a corridor with like, I don't know, 10 15 other apartments on this floor and this is a <laughs> this is a dog floor this is one of the levels in the building that's allowed to have dogs so often he'll hear other dogs out there or like people leaving and talking and keys jingling and he's not super used to it just yet so he barks a lot whenever he hears anything outside he we have a really big patio he barks when he hears a dog on the street barking out there. Um, but he's getting way better, way more used to it. So if you hear barking in the background, I'm going to try and pause over the barking because sometimes it, it just continues on and on and it's like mid afternoon. So I think people are coming and going, um, but I will do my best to not have too much Paco barking in the background. But other than that, I just wanted to give you guys a little update. Say hi, big things have happened. Oh, I'm even feeling really emotional right now. I don't know why. I think like just kind of letting all of that out to you for the last few minutes was like relieving for me. I don't like feeling like I have to hide things about what I'm going through because of social media, you know, we all think that everyone has a perfect life and I do fall into the trap quite often. Um, it's so much better now of thinking, oh, I can't talk about this or I can't share this because then people won't think that I'm like successful or good or know what I'm talking about. Um, and I don't want to be like that. That's not who I am. Um, so yeah, I feel good for sharing that. Thank you for listening. What else? So the other thing that I do have to share is the live training that we were doing um, has obviously shifted. I'm pretty sure it was like supposed to be last week, but as soon as I started packing to move back to Canada, I was like, there is no way I'm going to be able to do a live training like a week after I get back to Canada. Like I literally don't know what I was thinking. I've also had to push back the start date for the associate coach certification 
for the exact same reason. I was supposed to literally launch it the day that we left Mexico. I I don't know what I was thinking and why I thought that would be okay because it's absolutely not okay. Like there is no way I had the mental or emotional capacity to do any of those things in the times that I scheduled. So I'm going to tell you the new dates for our things. So you will be able to sign up and join the associate associate coach certification from the 30th of May. Now, um, if you don't know what the associate coach certification is, it is a coach certification for anyone who wants to learn how to be a coach, wants to build the, build the foundational skills of being a coach so that you can build upon them so that you can bring the modalities that you're trained in and so that you can effectively and ethically coach your clients. You're going to learn coaching skills. You're going to learn coaching business skills. You're going to learn everything you need to get out there and start working with clients right now. And you will do that in the course. You will start working with clients in the course. You will have all of the skills you need, everything you need to get out there, work with clients, start building your business, start making money or continue to make money, make more money and really develop your coaching skills so that you can help your clients even deeper. I'll leave the link in the show notes, but you can head to createdmindacademy.com slash associate coach and um, you can join the waitlist there and I'll let you know when it opens. Um, So you'll be able to actually join on the 30th, but for right now you can join the waitlist and then we're going to do our free training um, on the 6th of May. Now, I haven't decided if we're going to do it. Originally, we were going to do it over three days. I haven't decided if we're going to keep it to three days or if we're going to just do it to one. I would love to know what you think, if you would prefer to have it broken down into three days, three separate trainings, or if just doing it all in one go, like hopping on Zoom for 90 minutes on one of the days of that week is more beneficial to you. Because I'm trying to think about what I would like and honestly... For me, I don't mind because like I can watch, you know, when I watch trainings that happen over a few days, I, I'm fine to like watch the replay and then I, I come and watch it and I can watch them all in a row. And I personally feel like when it's like three separate trainings, I get a little bit more and that is likely what will happen. Maybe we'll be able to kind of go deeper on each of the topics if we do one a day, as opposed to if we do it all in one day. Cause I'm like 90 minutes is actually a really long time to keep people on a zoom call. Like it might even just be an hour. So I don't know, still playing with the idea. You guys let me know what you think. You can send me a message on my Instagram, which is at brookalexander.co. So, oh wait. So the ha- it's happening on the 6th of June. You guys, it's happening on the 6th of June. I think I said May, but it's going to happen in that week somewhere. So what have we got? We've got one, two, three weeks until that. Thanks for sticking with me through that super long intro, but we're here. We're going to jump into today's episode and we're talking about how to create a high quality offer. Now, when I'm talking about high quality offer, I'm not talking about a high end offer. I'm not talking about like just 
an offer that you're going to stick a high price tag on. I'm going to talk about an offer that is like high quality, high value rather than like a low quality offer. And it'll become become clearer what I mean when I say high quality as we go through the things that I want to talk about. And I'm talking about both the the quality of the offer to that you make to people. So when you actually offer to help someone, I'm talking about the quality of that offer of saying, I am a coach and I can help you. Would you like help from me? Would you like to work together? That is an offer you're offering to help someone. So I'm talking about the offer in that sense. And I'm talking about your offer in the sense of your course, your coaching program, etc. So I'm talking about offer in both sense. It can get kind of confusing the fact that we use like the term offer to mean two different things, but you know what, you'll get it eventually. So I'm talking about the offer that you make to help people as well as the off- your offer of your coaching program, what you provide and the experience that they have with you. This is what's behind the offer, your intentions, your energy, what are the thoughts and feelings that you're having when you make your offers. So when you are offering to help a person, when you're having a conversation with someone and you're saying, hey, I'm a coach. This is what I do. This is how I help people. Would you like to work together? Would you like to hop on a call so we can chat about working together? This is what my course is. This is what my coaching is. What are the thoughts and feelings that you are having when you do that? What are you offering up to people in your thoughts and feelings when you make offers to help people? I'm also talking about the thoughts and feelings you have when you're creating your offers. So when you are creating your course and your coaching and your whatever offer it is, your mastermind, your membership, whatever the actual program is that you have to offer to people, what are the thoughts and feelings that you're having when you create those? Because these are really going to impact every everything. They're like one of the biggest mistakes that I see a lot of people making and something that I have done countless times and have to like really catch myself and make sure that I'm not doing it because I don't know why we do this. I don't know why, but have a think about if you do this, right? If you, when you're making your, like creating your course or coaching program, or you're creating your sales page, or when you are creating your, your social media posts about your program or whatever, what are you thinking about when you are doing that? Are you thinking about who you don't want in your course or coaching program? Are you thinking the kind of people that you don't uh, thinking about the kind of people that you don't want to work with? Are you thinking about how much money you haven't made yet? So you're thinking about like how much you want to make? Are you thinking about how it's never worked for you before? Are you thinking about how people don't want to pay for coaching or are you thinking about how 
people love to pay for coaching and there's so many people who want to pay for coaching. And are you thinking about the people that you want to work with and the people that you're so excited to work with? Because if you're thinking about and creating your offers and making offers from a place of thinking thoughts like people don't want coaching, it has never worked for me before, you're going to be creating offers with that energy behind it. If you're creating offers to and structuring them in a way because you want to keep certain people out, you're going to attract those people. You're not creating offers in that case for the people that you want to work with. So this is a little side note from what like I actually had planned to talk about right now, but I think it's really important to catch yourself and make note of what you are thinking about when you're making offers to people, offering to help people, and when you're creating your offers, when you're creating your coaching, your courses, your content, your sales pages, what are you thinking about? Another thing, like a place that this really comes up is when you're creating your questionnaires for, let's say, people getting on discovery calls or consultations with you? Are you creating it in order to weed out the people that you don't want or to weed in the people that you do want? Maybe that is going to help you illustrate that point a little bit better. Okay, so now let's dive into the difference between a high quality offer and a low quality offer. And as I'm talking about these things, I don't want you to beat yourself up or go into a spiral if you realize that you're doing things from the low quality offer category. It's okay. That was me. I did all of these things. You don't know what you don't know. The point of this episode is to shed light and awareness so that you can change things that don't align with the kind of coach that you want to be. If you realize that you're doing something, one of the things that I have kind of categorized as a low quality offer, that doesn't mean you're doing it wrong or it's not going to work for you. Take what you need from this. Shift if you feel like you need to shift things. If you feel like that aligns with you, you don't have to take my word as gospel and think, oh no, Brooke said this, so I have to do it this way. Find what works for you, but I don't want you to like feel bad or make up a story about what it means if you're doing something from the low quality offer category. Okay, let's dive in. So a low quality offer is made with the intention of getting clients. So the mindset here is how much can I sell? I want to make this much money. What do I need to do to get it? With a low quality offer, the intention is to sell. A high quality offer is focused on serving other people. You want to share something that can help people. You have something that you know people can benefit from and is amazing. And you're so excited to share it with as many people as possible. Almost like you, you're kind of compelled to share about it. You're so excited to share about it. You think it is so amazing, so helpful. Everyone needs it. Why the heck wouldn't people want it? Because it is going to help them change their lives or create the transformation that you have set it up to create. You're like, what the heck? This is an easy yes. Of course, people want this. This is going to help them so, so much. Can you tell the difference there between How many clients can I get? I want to get this many clients. I want to sell this many spots. I want to do this. I'm going to get make this much money. 
the there's a really distinct difference here between selling to serve and to share and you're allowed to make money this isn't I'm not saying that this is you're just you should give it away for free because you want to serve other people no 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 you can still make money absolutely you should still be making money but it's the thoughts behind it are you doing it because you're like I want money I want money I want to get clients or are you doing it because you're like hell yeah this is freaking awesome why wouldn't people want to pay for this it's so amazing it's going to help them change their lives I've had I've been I've been coaching for a long time and I've had lots of friends in the coaching industry and honestly right now I don't have a lot I have a few friends in the coaching industry but I've I've kind of steered away from making like friendships within coaching purely because I don't want the influence of what other people are doing and also I got a lot of this kind of energy of this kind of low quality offer energy about getting clients from a lot of the people that I had made friendships with and like that just didn't align with me and honestly I made myself wrong because I didn't have that energy I wasn't I was like this why I don't want to do that like it's not going to work for me because I don't feel comfortable trying to get clients and trying to sign this many clients and trying to make this so much money and all of that kind of stuff So that vibe definitely just doesn't align with me. The next one that we're going to talk about, a low quality offer is what works best for me. So in this kind of mindset, in this kind of way of being and doing coaching, courses are created thinking about stuff like how long you want to work with a client for or how long you want to do something or what is best for you as the coach. A high quality offer is what's best for my client. So thinking that aligns with this is how long does your client need in order to fully integrate the changes that they're working on with you? Coaching is never about the coach. Coaching is always about the client. The way to be the best coach you can be and to help your client get the best results that they can get is to do what is best for the client. And uh, a way of doing business, a mindset that I have been shifting to recently is to under promise and over deliver because that's how I feel I can separate what we do at Created Mind Academy and what we do with our students in the Created Coach Method, that's how we can separate our school, our teachings and trainings from everyone else. And that sets the best example for the students so that they can go on to under-promise and over-deliver with their clients. And I'm not talking about like, over delivering by working on weekends and like making your calls two hours long and when you've only told them it's going to be 60 minutes like that's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about like putting your client first rather than yourself and what is best for you and not in I'm still not saying like burn yourself out but I'm just saying create things from a place of thinking about what is best for my client because Coaching is always about the client. It's never about the coach. So you have to you have to be willing to do what your client needs and show up in the capacity that your client needs to make the transformation. A lot of 
coaching mindset is I'm going to just give my client the bare minimum of what they need and send them on their way. And I'm going to just not, I'm going to be there, but like, I want to do the bare minimum. And I know this is a thing because I've, like I've said, had conversations with other coaches where this was literally their mindset. Their mentality was, I want to work and be um, on like calls and with clients for the least amount of time possible. And like literally meaning I don't really want to do calls anymore. So for me, and again, I made myself wrong for not feeling that way and not thinking that way. I was like, I want to be on calls with my clients all the fucking time. I fucking love being on calls with my students and with my clients. And I actually know that my, my like literal mental health and passion for my business decreases the less contact I have with my clients and my students. And I'm not talking about overworking yourself at all. Please do not misunderstand what I'm saying. But the only thing I am saying is the a high quality offer comes from the mindset of what's best for my client. And the low quality offer is what's best for me as the coach. The next one is a low quality offer is I lead the way. So this is, I know what's best. I tell my client what to do. There's attachment to your client doing what you say and you don't like when they do things their own way or when they don't consult you first. You also might need to think, you also might think that you need to fix your client, that you have answers and information that they need, that you are the key to their transformation and their success. A high quality offer is my client is whole, complete, and resourceful. In this high quality offer, the client leads the coaching. The client sets the agenda. The client decides where the coaching is going to go. The coach lets the client find solutions for themselves. One way that I love to open up my coaching sessions is what would you like coaching on today? Because I'm not deciding what my client needs coaching on. Maybe last week we ended with one thing and or even in our questionnaire before our call, we do a check-in. I have a check-in with my clients before we actually get on each call. And maybe they've said in that check-in that they wanted to work on one thing and then we get to the call and I'm I'm not going to say, oh, okay, well, yesterday you said you wanted to work on this, so let's do that. No, always the client leads the coaching. The client sets the agenda. The client has all of the solutions. I'm just the guide. You as the coach are just the guide to help your client find the solutions for themselves using their own internal resources because they are whole, complete, and resourceful. They don't need fixing. They just need a guide. They just need a guide to show them possibly themselves that they don't need fixing and that they actually have solutions and that they are resourceful and that they can depend on themselves, not that they need to depend on us as the coach. Next one, a low quality offer is trying to do it the right way. Man, this is something that I struggled with so much when I first started coaching. I tried to do things the right way and it held me back so much because I, and this, maybe this doesn't apply to a lot of people, but if you're a perfectionist, maybe you can relate to this because I have 
very strong perfectionist tendencies. And this is where that comes from, is trying to do things the right way. But usually the right way is the way that I've seen other people do it. So, or a way that I think other people are doing it. So a high quality offer is doing what feels good and true for you. So whenever I'm feeling anxious or resistance to doing something in my business, I step back and ask myself, what do I really want to do? And what would be the most fun way for me to do this? So even if it's a task that I don't enjoy doing in my business, because as business owners, there are a lot of tasks that we have to do that we do not enjoy doing. I ask, and I'm like feeling resistance or anxiousness about it. I literally say, what would be the most fun way for me to do this? And if that means getting in the bath and doing it while I have a bath, if that means playing some music, if that means going for a walk first, that is what I'll do. And for some things, if I'm coming up against resistance because I'm like, oh, I I think I have to do this thing because I've seen someone else do it this way and or my my coach told me that it has to be this way or my coach did it this way and she's super successful, etc. If I am feeling anxiousness or resistance around that, I ask myself, what do I really want to do? Do I really want to do this? Do I really want to do it? And if the answer is no, I don't do it. And I ask myself what I actually want to do and what would be the most fun way to do it. That is going to create a high quality offer because you can make offers to people and offer to help people from a place of doing it because you think you have to and trying to do it right or a high quality offer, you can do it in a way that feels good for you. I've been in experiences before where I've followed the guidance of a mentor that I trusted and is a great person, but I tried to do things her way and I followed the steps and I did it even though it didn't feel good and didn't feel right. I did it because that was what she told me to do and the whole way it felt so horrible felt so horrible that I've never done it again um it was like kind of cold DMing people almost and um like I did it like one time and I was like like to three different people and I was like oh my god I'm never doing this again um and it felt horrible to me it wasn't what I wanted to do it wasn't fun for me so and that was a low quality offer I made a low quality offer to people because I was feeling low quality in that moment. The next one is a low quality offer is an att- is attached to an outcome. So this is I must get this result. So I'm I have to sign a client or that's going to mean that I'm not good enough or I don't know what I'm doing or other people are better than me. You're attached to a specific outcome. A high quality offer is focused on a result. So a result like committing, committed to being your highest self. 
Your focus is on your vision and the end goal. Your your focus is on creating a body of work instead of doing things because you think you have to. This is another one that I love and another shift that I'm making is when I am creating content and showing up because as business owners, we do have to show up in some place. And I'm not saying that you only have to show up on Instagram because I would actually recommend that be like your lower priority of places to show up. There are much better places that you can show up and and share and create. But I'm choosing to have a mindset of I'm creating a body of work with everything that I do, with every blog post I write, every podcast I create, every Instagram post, every Instagram live. I'm focused on creating a body of work. I'm focused on creating for other people. And my focus is on the end result. It's not, oh my gosh, I have to get 10 people on my live. Otherwise, that means that I'll never do it again because no one cares. The focus is on the end result, not a specific outcome. That is everything for this podcast episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope that I have given you maybe some, not permission, I don't know what the word I'm thinking of here is, but it's not freedom, it's not permission. I don't know what the word is. Um, It's like at the tip of my tongue, but I hope that you can take this, everything that I've shared here and allow yourself to be more you. Give yourself the freedom, the creativity to be more of yourself and who you want to be and do your business your way. That is like the biggest overarching message that I have and that I want to share with everything that I do, with the body of work that I am creating. Everything is focused on helping you be unique, be yourself and create your business the way that you want to do it. You don't have to do it the way that you've seen other people do it. That is so boring, so boring. And you are not a boring person. I know that you're not. I know that you're not. You have so much to offer and so much to give. And that is what people want. That is what people are out there begging for. They want other people who are being themselves to show them that it's safe for them to be themselves. That is what you get to do as a coach. You get to be yourself so that you can show your clients that they are safe to be themselves too. So that is my goal behind this podcast episode. It's a really weird sound happening outside. I have no idea what it is, but we're going to keep going anyway. So that is the end of this podcast episode. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being here and bearing through all of this with me and the the little break that we took and just for listening and for being here. I love sharing these episodes with you. Honestly, like I love podcasting more than I like any other social media platform. I do also like YouTube, but I just don't have the desire to set everything up and shower and put makeup on every day. That's just not really who I am. Um, I mean, I guess I don't really need to put makeup on. Mm, mm, we'll see. So anyway, oh my gosh. Okay. I love you so much. Um, thank you for listening to this episode and I can't wait to see you catch you 
on the next one.